listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We sort of got an exclusive on this. As a matter of fact, uh, we've got Mr. Jim Weber in today. Steve Ronaldo's out doing a tour, I guess. Well, or? the Brill Cream Kids headed that way. Headed I, that way. It's, I'm not sure. I think it's the Founders Tour or Brass and Gas. No, Brass and Gas is in New England later in the year, so... He's, uh, I'm sure, got the tea going, and uh, after he's uh, fitted all the Babbitt bearings to the crankshaft and the rods, and he's got it in the trailer and probably headed north somewhere. Headed north. Well, uh, you know, it, it's very fortunate. Steve is, is uh, uh, in a good position, retired, and able to do it, and, and he loves it. Oh. And uh, so that's, you know... It's, that's, that's great. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I tell you, he fixes his own cars, and if he can't figure it out, he's got a circle of friends that help him, and uh, he gets it done. He's, I know he's trying to get his 09 Maxwell going because he'd like to do... There's uh, a tour that kind of uh, emulates the London to Brighton tour, and I think it's New London to New Brighton, and it's uh, somewhere in the Midwest up in Minnesota, I believe. And London to Brighton only allows cars up to 04, and I think this one runs a little later than that because there seems to be a greater concentration of 04 and older cars in the U.K. than anywhere else in the world. So We will obviously have to uh, check out things in the U.K. and that the... Uh Oh, we Kevin. have a representative, yeah, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin Flood. Uh, uh, and, uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he has been to this a couple of times. Probably so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he goes to Brooklyn's, and uh, but you know, it's um, we support obviously uh, the ideas and the things that Steve does, and uh, power to him, and power to his lovely wife that. Uh, Puts up with him and goes along with him. <laughs> How can I say it any nicer than that? Uh, uh, well, she's destined for sainthood. Yes, she is. She, yeah. she and Mother <clears throat> Teresa are on the same level. They, I, absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I agree with you 100% there. No, she she gets into it, though. And well, I she does. I well, doing the, the costumes. and the, I, I would like to <clears throat> be a fly on the wall and hear the conversation that she has with with uh, Steve about well you gotta put this was what they wore back in the era yeah. and you gotta you know and he does it so well though yeah. <laughs> um, the, the amazing thing is the tour books oh, that, yeah. that Brenda puts together because it's not just 100% car stuff it's the other activities they do and the places they go I wonder how many they got they must be in the hundreds hundreds and hundreds uh, you know, I I can't guess. I'm suspect he does somewhere between five and and eight tours a year because he's got a toe all over. Although there are a couple here in Georgia and in the southeast he can go to, and I know he doesn't go all the way to the west coast. I think Denver's as far west as he goes. Um, the big thing, of course, he wants to do is get his 09 Maxwell going, and and 
get that out so he can run some more tours with that one. But that's uh, one of those cars that uh, I think you and I can walk as fast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can. Uh, Well, I can outrun it probably, but that's about it. Uh, But not for a long period of time. A couple of thoughts. I know we've got uh, Passport uh, Classics Transport. Yeah, this is going to be up. great. Ed yeah. Watts uh, agreed to be on today, and uh, he's going to tell the to- a story of, of Passport Transport. And yep. uh, you know, uh, this is a this is a uh, business that I, I don't I would not say is overlooked, uh, but uh, a lot of folks don't know how cars get from one place to the other, and and uh, the cost, the expense, and. This is the passport and talking to Ed. You know, it's a, um, it's sort of a door to door. Yeah. Well, uh, here, here's the the thing. Your collector and a lot of these cars are, are worth seven figures now. Oh yeah. And and if you get into the Ferrari range, you've got some twenty and thirty million dollar cars, and you need somebody special to take these cars around. And a, a collector's not going to have his own transport. And and even at that, even if they had their own trailer and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I've done enough of this kind of, not car transport, but enough weird things that you got to be an expert to, to load, pin it down, uh, make sure it's, it's there, uh, and then, uh, the, you know, the liability on the other side. and Well, and, and any... any issue damage wise and these guys have to have incredible safety records oh yeah well ed's going to tell us a story I, i'm not going to relate it but okay um it, it you know I, I asked him uh in just chatting with him what set him apart or, or his business apart right and uh he, we'll ask him again his answer okay. is very interesting and, okay and um a lot of the other other transport people can't say it. Uh, well, it, it, you, you go to Pebble Beach, and you get there like I like to do at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and the trucks are getting ready in the area by the show field to unload, offload these cars and take them onto the show field. And the amount of work and intensity because a lot of these cars they put covers on the tires oh i'm sure yeah yeah well you get a few of the the what i will well, i'll call unusual cars that are bright purple with completely <laughs> white tires or look at the situation with bill warner with the pagasso that one that had red tires on a yellow, and I think it was a Suchik-bodied uh, Pegaso that won that show. So it makes quite a difference, the special handling part of it, and, and if if the thing doesn't start. And at most of the major shows, Pebble especially, everything has to work. It means the horn has to work, the wipers have to work if the car has wipers. That means you and I couldn't go? Well, we or do could. do I have to speak for myself? I, everything doesn't work in my <laughs> Well, some things don't work on me once in a while too. So, but the, the, I mean, these drivers have to be, you know, cognizant of this fact, 
and when they get the stu- you know the vehicle ready to go now usually a collector will have a restoration shop like Paul Russell and company and I remember the story of uh, the Count Trosi Mercedes that um, Paul Russell did for Ralph Lauren and up until the last minute Ralph couldn't decide which wheels to put on the car huh. at Pebble <laughs> so uh-huh. you will, you will get a collector like that and deservedly so if i had something like that i don't know whether i'd want lamar discs on my wheels or not you know i just had another thought too these these drivers that load and unload the cars they can't be dummies either oh no how, how many different you know i couldn't jump behind any of Steve's cars, probably, and and drive them. He'd have to show me this, that, and the yeah. other. It's not that I can't drive a standard shift or, a, you know, whatever. But you go back to a Model A, Model C, or you go to some well, of these Well, a other, T especially. You go to some of these others that they they may look like the car, but they, you know, yeah, the driving right. of it. And so a driver that's transporting obviously has to know how to... Uh, couldn't you imagine a, an owner standing there and hearing the gears grind? Oh no, no, that never. Uh, trust <laughs> me, that would never happen. But as in, you hit the nail on the head with a Model T, as unique and unusual as it is, even the Gilmore Museum does Model T driving lessons. Mm-hmm. So there is some uniqueness there. Um, in my career, when I used to do some, how do I call it, business. <laughs> <laughs> And we would haul a group of cars from one location to another to do product training. And we usually had the same driver. And those guys, I mean, they can handle anything. And it takes a lot of experience. And back in my youth, when I worked for Lotus, when we had the Turbo Esprits, uh, those were all shipped by enclosed carrier. And sometimes you'd see the enclosed carrier and there might be a a Porsche 962 on it, a couple of Lotus Turbo Esprits, and an M45 Dodge Power Wagon. I mean, it's just a whole different group of cars on there. Or a Duesenberg. You know, just unique stuff. So, okay. Again, the owner standing outside the enclosed oh, yeah. trailer, and the the driver is in his car, and you hear the the truck driver say, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> that guy wouldn't be driving long. <laughs> Don't you know that would that would give a, a owner of the, a thrill or a heart attack? Yeah, apoplexy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's a unique business and a, um, obviously a needed business. And I, uh, I, I was just having a memory of, of seeing... Uh, a show with, uh, I can't even remember what it was called. I uh, don't uh, know whether it's on the air or not anymore. Uh, Velocity? On the Velocity channel? I, I, I have no idea. I was flipping channels and Uh-oh. I don't, but it was, um, it was two ladies, I think, that had a pickup and a trailer and they were doing hauling of different things and one of them, they got a call from somebody to haul a car and, uh, I just thought, oh my god, you know. Well, they had no clue, and and it was, it was just bad from the 
from the get go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, it, 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 just to haul an enclosed trailer with one car on it, I mean, look, even Steve admits it took him a while to get used to it and back it up. And can you imagine hauling a horse trailer with four horses on it? I have, Behind a pickup I have, truck? Behind a fifth wheel? It. Yeah. But, and, and we didn't even use a fifth wheel. This okay. Was, with four horses? Yeah. A long one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, those horses go in sideways on, yeah, on a four. But it, it was, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it's like everything else. It's like you and I learning how to ride a bicycle. And you never forget, but it still takes you a little practice when you start back up again. Yes. You know? and, yes. Uh, same way with, uh, as you well know, with, with pulling a trailer, backing a trailer, parking a trailer. Uh, yep. You know. and, and just the trailer safety aspects of it. Oh, yeah. Like Steve's got tire pressure monitoring sensors on his trailer, and he's got electric brakes. and I mean, he's really done it right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Well, one would expect Steve to do that. Yes, yes, definitely. And I can remember I had a four-wheel trailer when I hauled the, the Porsche race car and, uh, in the 70s behind a station wagon, and it took me a while to get used to it. I The best, that, well, I was... Uh, when I was farming, I was good with the trailer, but uh, the best experience I had was I had a, a pretty large uh, boat, and um, it was a tandem trailer, and uh, a four-wheel trailer, and, and uh, I got, I could put it in places that my family didn't think it could go. Yeah. Uh, but then again, we repaired all of the stuff. All of that. No, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to get Ed on the line while we're gone. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have... The top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. 
on Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Jim Weber sitting at our round table this morning, and we've got a very special special guest on the line with us, Mr. Ed Watts, and he's the COO of Passport Transport. And as we, Jim and I were just talking, that is a very, very vital and important part of the classic car industry and classic and the, car hobby. Exactly. So, Ed, welcome to uh, America's Web Radio, the classic car show, and uh, hope you're having a good morning and have at least had an opportunity to get one cup of coffee. I have, and thank you for having me. Oh, quite welcome. Uh Jim and I wanted to start, sort of give us the history of Passport. I know you and I talked about it. I was so far off base that uh, that you had to straighten me out, and then Jim walks in the door, and he knows part of the history. So uh, if, if you don't mind, sort of bring us up to date with uh, Passport started, I believe, in 1970, and you can start there. Yeah, it was started by a gentleman by the name of Robert Pass in 1970, and actually Robert pretty much invented the industry. Um, He was uh, taking delivery of a Healy uh, from the West Coast, and the car showed up, and it was just a mess. It had bugs all over it. He believed maybe some of the chips came on the car from rocks coming up when it was transported. And so he came up with an idea of taking an open car carrier and putting a skin and a roof on it. And that was actually the first trailer that was designed to haul specifically cars. Cars had been transported inside trailers before in moving vans. But this was the first trailer that was ever built that was designed to haul cars and cars only in an enclosed auto carrier. And... uh, Robert owned the company for many years, and in 2000, he retired and sold it to FedEx Custom Critical, and they took it over, and uh, they didn't do so well with it. They struggled with it a little bit and found out it's there's a little bit to, more to it than just moving packages and envelopes. And uh, in 2010, uh, one of the past, one of uh, the best best customers over the years, gentleman by the name of Steve Plaster, a private collector, uh, purchased the company. And when FedEx had bought the company, they retained the rights to the passport name. So we thought it only fitting to return it to its original name and passport transport. Yeah, Ed, let me, let me ask a question here or, or make a statement and you can say yes or no, but, uh, the classic car business, it, it, it's, it's almost, you could almost uh, put it in the class of transporting horses or, or dogs or a, a family member or whatever. I, it, it's a very personal thing, and I think this is where FedEx uh, or any major corporation couldn't understand the, I hate to say the relationship a person or man or woman has with a certain car, but... Uh, that car is sort of part of their family, and if you don't know how to address it, talk to them, and and have feelings with them, you're going to blow it. And like you said, it's not a package; it's not an envelope. Am I am I that far off base? Because I, I would imagine no, today you all have the same relationship with people. Yeah, you're actually right on. Um, you know, 
we, we all start out, we can go out and buy the piece of equipment. Everybody can have the same piece of equipment to start with. But after that, it's all about your people that work for you and your team you put together and the relationships uh, that you establish. And that's really where we feel we make the difference. That, that's good. I, I've got a question for you because I lived in St. Louis in the 70s, and I, I know of Bob. Um, are the trucks still green? They are, Well, uh, as you know, they started out green, and then FedEx took it over, and they slowly made uh, the fleet white. Uh, they left a handful of the equipment uh, green. And then since we've taken it over, we've changed it back to green again. So, All right. You get an uh, attaboy for that. Yes, yeah, thank you. You had the best-looking trucks at Pebble Beach for years. And yes, I'll, thank I'll, you very much. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Well, tell us the story. Uh, keep going. I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, you know, so basically, uh, you know, we're, we're just trying to continue... Uh, what Robert Pass started and be innovators and, and leaders in our field and um, we offer some things that uh, uh, some of our competitors don't offer uh, for example once your car is loaded you get an email and it's got a code and you click on that code and from your smartphone or your computer or your iPad you can track your shipment real time GPS so that way you got peace of mind you also know how the truck's making progress. You don't have to stop what you're doing, call an 800 number, maybe sit on hold to have somebody check and call you back. Um, you can track all this from your, your smart device. So Good, um, good. We're, we're, pretty, we're pretty happy and proud of that. Um, so you, know, you all, what, what have you seen? Uh, that's obviously an uh, innovation of the 21st century. Uh, so what over the years what you all have been a leader in the field what what type of things have been uh, uh, the newest and best at the time that you've seen come and go um, well as far as from a uh, different things that we do that set us apart you mean yeah yes yeah, yeah uh, well we've gone to uh, tablets um, so when the driver shows up, uh, he has your order, he pulls it up on a tablet. He'll use that tablet device to take several pictures of your car. So now we're not just marking down simply on a bill lighting and an inspection form um, and marking down the condition of the car and handing that to you. We're further protecting both us and the customer uh, by taking several photos of the car. And then those are um, loaded into a Dropbox and sent to our office. And we can, you know, if the customer receiving the car can actually call, you know, they're in New Hampshire, we've loaded the car in L.A., they can further have some peace of mind. We can send them some photos of the car actually being loaded just hours ago. So, Beautiful. Um, yeah, that, that is definitely one of the things that uh, moving forward that we're, we've implemented in the past couple of years. Ned, how do you line up? Let's take the guy in L.A. Uh, well, you can't afford to bring that one car, so what do you do on filling the rest of the trailer? Yeah, so the process works uh, this way. People call into the 800 line in most cases. Some people book online, but they call into the 800 line. 
and they get a representative. And, uh, you know, that's another area where we feel that sets us apart because the people that are answering the phone uh, have been with us anywhere from 5 to 15 years. And you're getting somebody who understands phrases like uh, Road Atlanta, Lime Rock, and Pebble, and Amelia. Um, they understand the meaning of these words. They're not just order takers. And uh, so we go ahead and we book the car, and uh, they also work with the logistics team to find out when we can schedule you. So um, the trucks, as they move across country, are constantly picking up uh, cars and dropping cars as they go across country. And I'd like to say we're fortunate enough that we don't have to sit around and wait for other cars to book after we load your car to help make sense. We actually have a backlog of cars. So it's not a really a matter of, uh, of that. It's a matter of when we can work you in. Wow. How, how many trucks at any given time do you have on the road, approximately? If, if that's 35. not a... Thir- wow. Whoa, 35? That's a lot. That's a lot of balls in the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and one of the other things that we do is a lot of people. Uh, some of our competitors only run certain lanes, and we do cover all forty-eight states. We'll we'll take we'll take your car from point A to point B. Doesn't matter what direction it's going. Okay, um, Canada. Do you do anything with Canada? We do not do Canada. Okay. So let me. You just mentioned an interesting thing. Is there any time or situation that you pick up at point A and that truck is not going directly to point D, but you have another truck that is that you would switch trucks? We try and limit that as much as possible because we realize every time we handle the car, we risk uh, damaging it. So um, it would take some type of special circumstances for us to do something like that. We, we don't warehouse uh, cars and take them to a central facility. The truck that picks up the car is the truck that delivers the car, and thereby we, we reduce our risk. And, you know, we've been doing a couple of shows lately. We did Amelia Island talking to Bill Warner and, and uh, Pinehurst and so forth. Do you, obviously, you, you take cars there, I would assume. Uh, yes. Now, will you take those cars back, and or do you also send empty trucks that will uh, take cars that are, that are sold at, at auction and deliver them? Yeah, we'll bring cars into shows like, you know, with Amelia, you've got so much going on, it gets bigger every year, and um, we have a fantastic relationship not only with Amelia, but with the auction houses, and we're uh, exclusive carrier for uh, Bonham's auctions. Um, so uh, we've got uh, anywhere from 20, you know, 75% of our fleet will be at an event like that. So we're taking cars both to and from the show round trip, and then we're bringing cars in for the auctions, and then we're booking cars back out of the auctions. So um, events like that are very good for us. Well, are you on site, perchance, at, we, at Pebble and Amelia? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. because. Uh, Pebble, Amelia, uh, St. John's, uh, Pinehurst. Okay, uh, well, all, all those events were on site. Uh, well, when you mentioned Bonhams, and uh, does Bonhams sell anything for less than a million dollars anymore? <laughs> I, I mean, they uh, seriously between them and Gooding, they seem to control the Ferrari market. Yeah, yeah, and uh, with Sotheby's uh, partnering up with RM. That's, yes, uh, there's another one. 
Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's actually a quite exciting time for classic cars. Oh, it is. Well, because, and, and I'm sure you are, are well aware of this, these things are not cars anymore. They're objects of art. Yes. Yeah, we've... Uh, Our investment. We, we yes. Had to do. We had to make sure that we get proper insurance because, like you're talking about, the, 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 the prices have just gone crazy. So uh, we offer $2 million insurance uh, with every move. That comes with the price of the move. Mm-hmm. But a person can purchase up to $20 million in coverage. Ed, I'm going to have to stop you there. We've got to take a hard break, and we'll be back enjoying it. We'll be back with Ed Watts from Passport Transport right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening every week to the Classic Car Show. And we've got a very special guest on, Ed Watts with Passport Transport. He is the COO of that organization. And uh, I w- as we were talking um, Ed, just before the break, uh, and uh, and the fact that you all have thirty five trucks on the road, and and the shows that you go to, and 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 now the GPS that you all are using, and uh, and the owners can track their cars. And so, my gosh, when this started out in nineteen seventy, <laughs> pencil and paper, <laughs> yeah, and right. how did you <laughs> keep track of? And I guess pencil and paper and a. Uh, telephone booth if any people our age know what a telephone booth is but you had your drivers reporting in and that kind of stuff yeah well even when uh as recent as 1990 when i first went to work for the uh company uh the drivers would call in and get their orders and you know we'd have to you know we'd, we'd book the order pen and paper and then we would read the order to the driver over the phone where he would write it down with pen and paper, 
And then after that, then we'd tell them, well, find a fax machine. And then we'd fax them their orders. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's come a long way. Well, it sure has. Um, continue with the story, and I think you told David you had a story to tell us about the company or your your background with it. Well, the, the point I, I was making to, to Jim was what you had told me, that the difference between your company and all the rest of them, which is related to your personnel. Yeah, really. I mean, we really believe it's all about our people and then the process. So um, our team uh, is an experienced team. From the moment when you call into the 800 number, like I was saying, you get somebody with anywhere from 5 to 15 years experience, somebody who understands uh, if you have a Mercedes 600 Pullman limousine that they can't be um, tied down uh, the same way. So you can talk to somebody that has some experience and uh, some knowledge to give you some peace of mind that they, they know what they're doing, that, that, that we're experienced and we know what we're doing. And then uh, we place the order and, and we send you an email confirmation so you have something in your hand there. And then before the car gets assigned, somebody from the office to call and say, hey, your car is getting ready to get dispatched, so you're aware of what's going on. Then the driver will call a full 24 hours prior to loading the car. He'll make an appointment with you. You don't have to sit around and wait the whole day, at, like, for the cable company and, you know, hey, we're coming in the p.m. <laughs> Instead of Pacific time, um, the driver comes and loads the car. Uh, he'll take pictures of the car. Uh, he'll put a paper floor mat down, a plastic seat cover on the seat, a plastic steering wheel cover on the steering wheel. Uh, the car is loaded with nylon straps, not chains. Uh, then there's a, uh, then a, we'll, you'll get an email with the tracking after the car is loaded. So now you know that the, the tracking progress there. And then the driver will call a full 24 hours prior to delivery to set up an appointment just like you did on pickup. So we, we try and make it as easy and painless and so you have uh, a peace of mind that your investment is in good hands and being handled properly. And, and tell us, tell me about the particularly that one driver that you all have, but uh, I understand you said that when they're not driving for you, they're driving chicken, chicken uh, carriers or something like that. And no, I'm teasing. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we, we have a, a very experienced team. We have a driver that's been here since the 70s. Um, when you get a passport driver, it's not somebody who was hauling lemons last year. <laughs> They're all guys. They're all car people. Um, we have guys with as few as five years' experience, but uh, anywhere from five to 15 years' uh, experience. Uh, and like I say, we do have one guy that's been with us since the 70s. We're, we're, Jim and I were talking about this. Uh, you know, I can imagine an owner standing outside the truck and hearing the driver yell, "What the hell is this?" Um, <laughs> but how do how do your drivers get experience? Because, uh, like the Model T, that's that's a different animal to drive or to even load. Where do they get the experience to know what to do with each different circumstance or car? Well, some of it, some some of that does uh, come uh, on the job. But a lot of it we do cover in our orientation and our training program. Um, we have a manual that we go through a training program, and uh, we try and hit all the key things. But you know, when you get into some of these um, 
the intricacies of some of these classic cars. Some of it is uh, learned on the job and when you pick up the car and things that the owner might point out um, when we do pick up the car. Well, that's good. That, I, I, you, you hit the nail on the head there with that because there's a heck of a difference between a 12-cylinder Hispano Suiza and a 12-cylinder Ferrari. Correct. Uh, yeah. And now, look, okay, let, let's just, for example, you go to Pebble, and you've got five or six cars there. Do you, do you have a group of people to support the one driver and offload and take care of the things, or is there usually a restoration shop like Paul Russell or somebody there to meet the car? Tell us about that. Uh, it's really both. Um, Pebble's gotten, you know, Peb, both Pebble and Amelia have grown so much uh, since their inception. But, uh, you know, we have uh, we have equipment that will be out at Laguna Seca, out at the raceway. Um, and they'll be uh, handling race cars out there for various customers. We'll have people on the polo field with shows for with cars on for the Concours. Um, and they'll stay with those cars the entire time. Some of the people want to participate in the, uh, I forget if memory serves me, uh, Thursday or Friday morning drive Yes, uh, yeah. for the Pebble contestants. So some people will want to take their car off for that drive and then put it back on our trailer for safekeeping. So we provide that service. Um, other customers might not have their car quite ready in time. So they might actually be putting the finishing touches on the car as it's on our trailer on the polo field um, just up to minutes before the the show on Sunday morning and we unload at 6 a.m. So uh, it's restoration shops, it's, it's it's auction cars, it's you know it's a little of everything. Uh, some you know even some manufacturer work. Okay, that that yeah, but you you do su- provide the support, which is good. We do. Yeah. All right. Um, anything unique happen in the last few years with you? With what you've hauled or, or situations? Gosh, um, trying to think of something. Um, we are getting more involved. Back when Robert started the company, um, we were involved in SVRA, and we did a lot of uh, race events. Yes. Um, he, he participated. He was president of SVRA for quite some time, so we were heavily involved in that. And we've re- recently formed a partnership with uh, Deutsche Bank and Bonhams, in sponsoring uh, Formula Junior Historics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're doing a lot of stuff uh, at various uh, Laguna Seca and uh, Barber's Track and stuff like that for Formula Junior. And we're, we're, we're happy and excited to be involved with the race fans again. Yeah. Ed, what, this, you sort of segue into it, or you and Jim did. What's the most unique thing that you've ever been asked to do, or haul, or deliver, or whatever? You stumped him, David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I win. The, I get the prize. Well, there's probably. Well, how about five unique things? Because I've got to believe you've had some fun situations. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, there there are some things that we do that are out of the ordinary. You know, sometimes maybe a. A restoration's gone bad, and we got to try and help a gentleman. You know, a gentleman's in California, and his car's in Tennessee, and actually not the whole car's in Tennessee. Uh, the body is in Tennessee, and the, the motor and lots of the other parts are over in Kentucky. 
and uh, this car has been being restored for five years, and he's finally, you know, at his wit's end and just wants to get his car back to home where he can uh, deal with it and take care of it. So, um, you know, you feel bad when you get a phone call like that, and you want to do everything you can to help. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to do with the way of our equipment set up and handle something like that, but you feel bad uh, that somebody is going through something like that, and you do everything you can to help. Um, we might have somebody who's bought a special car, and he might have paid $18 million for it, and he wants the whole truck and nothing else on the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they'll pay for the whole truck. We do stuff like that. So That, that sounds like um, a uh, celebrity, possibly. Do, do you deal with a lot of them? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, you know, oftentimes it's a, a, a private collector, billionaire uh, of some sort. And, like Jim. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm only half so, a billionaire. <laughs> a bit of a discreet relationship. But, yeah. yeah um, but, you know, the, the great thing about the industry is there's no two days the same. There's always something new, exciting, um, and interesting happening. What, what what do you do when somebody calls up and they say, I've got a barn find, and, and obviously the thing has been sitting for years and there's rodents and issues with it and stuff. Do you haul out one of those vehicles separately to a restoration shop? Or, or how, how do you, I, I guess well, the best way to put it is, how do you protect the cars that you transport? Cover them? Yeah, I mean, with, with something like that, um, you know, <laughs> It all depends on how bad the situation is. All the trailers are, uh, we, we have electronic, we have winches on all the trailers. So, um, if a car is stuck behind a barn, we have the capability of throwing a hundred feet of cable out, hooking a winch to it, and dragging it out. Okay. Um, it does need to be able to roll and steer, but we do do some barn finds, and then, uh, we look it over as closely as we can to make sure there's not anything on there that's going to damage or affect any other cars that are on the trailer. And something like that we would always put, the, the trailers have two levels, and something like that we would always put on the bottom. Right. We wouldn't want to risk something on top and something falling off the car. Uh, even though the racks up there have oil drip pans and the cars are all have a plastic, sheet of plastic similar to a painter's drop cloth that protects the cars between the two levels. But you would still want to put something like that on the bottom so that you know you limit your liability yeah okay all right because i've had experience where something has dripped on something and uh in my past yeah, yeah. okay you so you basically diaper it we do yeah all right that's good to know ed let me ask uh we're coming up to our last or our next break can you stay with us or would you sure. like to bail out on us no i can hang out <laughs> okay, okay. Well, do you want time? Do you need time to go get another cup of coffee? <laughs> I'm actually doing all right. Good, okay. all good. Right. Well, we're going to take that break right now. We're talking to Ed Watts with Passport Transport, and I, this is fascinating. It is. I love this. It is. It's um, a whole different art. Oh yeah, and and such a needed. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then that need has grown, and I certainly, uh, Mr. Pass. Had the, was a visionary and yes. saw the need for uh, and filled that need. We'll be back with more yep. on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show right after this. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. 
If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to America's Webradio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And you're listening to the Classic Car Show. We've got Ed Watts on, and this is this has just been absolutely fun and and very informative. And I, I think uh, some of the folks that will listen to the show, that are listening to the show today, and and folks that will uh, download it will be responsive and uh, give Ed a call or give tra- Passport Transport a call. Certainly about, hope uh, so. Yeah. What they do. Uh, yeah, this I is, this is interesting. Yeah. I, I, um, I find it very interesting. Yeah, do you haul Sherman tanks? <laughs> uh, we do sometimes from time to time get calls for stuff like uh, uh, tractors and fire trucks. And, you know, you just got to... Some of the tractors, the older tractors, they've got uh, the spikes on the wheels. So right. As long as the tractor, as long as the tractor's got rubber wheels, <laughs> we can handle it. Okay. Um, but the, the spike wheels tear up the equipment a bit. And then, yep. Then when you get into stuff like, uh, you know, unimogs and, and and tanks and stuff like that, it's really all about the weight. Yeah. Um. The lift gates have uh, ten thousand pound capacity. Now. Those lift gates can also be, uh, you pull a couple pins and it can be turned into a ramp, and now you can handle something a little bit heavier. Okay. We do do a little bit of that work. We do some armor plating work, cars that go to the State Department. Ah. Um, back and forth. Uh-huh. And, uh, or we'll get something like, uh, uh, well, uh, just here a, a couple weeks ago, we moved a couple Denali's that were tricked out for some Saudi prince. Um, and uh, they were the the vehicles were done over in Texas and then brought to New York City uh, to present to the prince. Um, but they were you know twenty four foot long and had uh, big satellites on top for worldwide communications. Um, so we do do some out of the ordinary stuff that gets pretty interesting. Uh, they they have that to check the oil prices as well. <laughs> yeah. worldwide communication. <laughs> Let me. Let me I, this this is coming from a, a person that doesn't know applesauce. So you've got something that's weird, like maybe a tractor, and then you also got a limo, and then you've also got a Maxwell or whatever. Each one of your locations on the on the trailer, can you come in and out with your skids? Or I, you know, I don't know how any of that works. How would you put 
six different, totally different uh, automobiles or, or vehicles on a trailer. Yeah, the trailers, um, the trailers uh, are built up in Michigan. Um, you know, they're state of the art equipment. I mean, these things run quarter million dollars a piece, um, and they're all operated by hydraulics and hydraulic racks within the trailer. There's positions for three vehicles on the bottom and three vehicles on the top. Um, it used to be, you know, you can maximize uh, what you can put on the trailer uh, if it has a belly in it. So we used to have this problem of going down into the belly and back out of the belly to get up into the nose of the trailer, say, with a car. You know, they're making so many sports cars now that, that just have no ground clearance. These, you know, right. uh, yeah. the, the, you know, the Enzos and, and uh, the Lamborghinis, you know, you've got inch, inch and a half to work with. Um, so we put a rack in the center of the trailer that thereby can create a false floor and you've got, you can go straight across and make it a flat floor. Or you, if you have something that's a big SUV and you need to put it down in the belly, then that rack will lower down into the belly. So that's a good question. Uh, it does matter uh, where you put a certain type of car. You don't want to put a Duesenberg on the trailer and then put the rack at a 45 degree angle. You know, you, no. wanna, <laughs> you wanna keep it level the whole time. I, I understand that. Um, do you do anything, how do I put it? Well, I, let me just bluntly ask you, do you haul brand new cars for yes. manufacturers? Okay. We, we do, we, you know, there are the, a guy going to the dealership in New Jersey and they don't have the particular color combination that he wants. So they'll get on the dealer, get on the computer and find one, work a deal with them on the price, call us, send us after it. We'll pick it up in, you know, Denver, at Ferrari of Denver in Denver and, and bring it to New Jersey. We do that. Um, we do a lot of work uh, with some manufacturers uh, and then we'll We'll, we'll take cars to the facilities or maybe directly to the end user. And then we also do some stuff that's some ride-and-drive tours. Good, um, good. Manufacturer come out with a certain model, and they'll hire us to fill a couple trucks full of their cars, and they'll show up at a local. You, oftentimes it's like where a baseball or a football stadium is, and then they'll invite the public to come out. We'll deliver the cars on a Thursday. The public will come out drive and experience the cars Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then we load the cars back up and go to the next city and do the same thing over again, and this might last for anywhere from two to three months touring the country um, to give the public the experience of this particular automobile. Yeah, I've done a lot of those ride and drives for manufacturers, and uh, unfortunately they have not used your company, but uh, I can understand what you do. Do you all yeah. uh, do you have a relationship with uh, Homeland Security? What uh, prompted well, we that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ed. I know. I'm, I asked David. <laughs> that just came out of the blue. <laughs> Go ahead, yep. Ed. Yeah. Actually, uh, that is becoming um, more of an issue all the time, going in and out of airports. So we'll pick up cars from JFK, um, and there are certain guidelines that we've got to do to conform to, you know, TSA requirements. So um, that's something that's changing every day and very new. Um, and they have different regulations for if you're picking up a car at the airport 
uh, that's being imported in, and and then different uh, guidelines for exporting when you're dropping a car off and it's leaving the country. So um, that is something that changes all the time. And I, I would assume your licensing going to 50 states, each state requires you to license, and then you probably have federal license on top of that, and then you have some kind of hazardous license for transporting um, uh, a car that has gas in it. Yeah, we actually don't have, uh, they, they don't put us under the hazardous guidelines, but you are correct, you do have to uh, license and operate to carry in all states and and, uh, and and pay those states and pay fuel taxes to each of those states. I, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to you, Ed, I, I just, the paperwork, I don't want yeah. any part of this. This yeah. would be worse than inventorying a, a Walmart. <laughs> well, no, you know what this reminds me of, and, and I don't mean to sound cynical, but this reminds me of brain surgery. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you've you got to be specialized. The driver's got to know what he's doing. And then you go through all of the bureaucracy of it. I, I mean, yeah, I am awestruck. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, it's a, it's certainly a process and an ongoing thing, and we're always learning something new uh, every day. That's for sure. Now, uh, your rigs, your tractors, any certain manufacturer, or do you use a bunch of them? Um, you know, I would say, say that uh, of our 35 units, uh Probably uh, we have a couple Volvos in the fleet, but the majority are Kenworth and Peterbilt's, and uh, um, we operate two company trucks. The other thirty-three are owner operators. Okay. And some of the some of the things these guys do with their trucks are pretty amazing. Um, they they have the sleepers built up, and it's really like a it's like it's a condominium on wheels. I mean, they've got you know. <laughs> Yes, uh, granite granite countertops, a shower, <laughs> uh, a, a stove. You know, so oh. they have quite an investment as well. And that's another thing that I think helps. You know, when you're pulling up to uh, a customer's house and you're picking up their prized possession, their investment, and you know, you've got a trailer that's, you know, you can tell somebody spent a lot of money on. They cost two hundred and fifty thousand to build, and then you've got um, the driver who's got the show truck almost, but you know he's got three or four hundred grand in. Yeah. So you know you got three quarters of a million dollars running down the road before you even put a car in. Wow, Ed, now, we, Ed we only have a couple of minutes left, but um, what does your crystal ball look like? Well, um, you know I, I think that uh, the the car market is growing. Um, you know, you see Dana Meekham, he's got an auction somewhere every weekend, uh, it seems, anymore. And uh, uh, we try and add three trailers a year to our fleet. Um, that's our that's our plan to grow. Um, so we're, we're excited what the future will bring. Beautiful. Um, I, I'm just curious, the 33 owner-operators, are their trucks green? They are. Ah, Good. Okay, I, I'm fixated on that because when Bob had the company, those trucks stood out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we're, we're very happy and proud to to return it to that. Great. Okay. One of our listeners has never 
you know, is just getting into it. How do they contact you? What what are the what do you all need to know from them? Uh, is it money um, up front, or you know, how do you operate? And give us sort of a uh, what do we do to contact you all? Yeah, uh, they can reach us on our one eight hundred number one eight hundred three two five four two six seven, and a customer service representative can help them, or they can find us on the web at. Uh, PassportTransport.com um, and you mentioned the part about uh, payment and money uh, that should actually be a warning sign to someone uh, booking a car for transport if somebody wants two or three hundred dollars up front that usually signals that you're dealing with a broker and then they're going to go find a transporter for your car you're not actually dealing with the transporter and we don't require any money uh, up front to set up the move. You just give us name, address, and phone number at each end, and we take it over from there. Payment can be made on delivery or online with credit card. Is there an average uh, cost in moving a car? Let's say from coast to coast, L.A. to New York. Coast to coast, you're going to spend a little bit over two grand. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, huh? no, no. For an enclosed trailer? Yeah, go ahead and, and get your car moved. You're volatile. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing me, Ed. He's killing me. <laughs> Ed, this this has been it's been a pleasure, a great show. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank yeah. you so much for uh, doing it on short notice. And um, if we can help you in any way, like I said, this will be uh, on our uh, classic car page. Uh, it'll be posted uh, Monday or Tuesday of uh, this coming week, and. If you all want a copy of it, just let me know, Ed. And um, want to thank you again for for jumping in and, and doing a great, great show. I think the I think a lot of people have. I know I've learned a lot. Well, I have too. Yeah. It's changed. I enjoyed it very much. Glad to be here. Okay. And uh, we'll be back next week on the Classic Car Show with uh, Kim Barnes. She'll be doing Good. the show, and uh, look forward to that. Okay. So thank everybody for listening. Stay tuned for the prologue, followed by America's Homegrown Veggies and the Master Gardener Hour, right after this. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.